0: What up, you fucking cowards? We're back again for another week, another podcast. If you've noticed, we're not going to answer any of your questions this week because the thread is not up on the subreddit. You Coming know at you
1: from the past.
0: We're, we're recording two in one week, baby. Well, probably three. One's gonna go up on the Patreon. This is your boy, Denzel, a.k.a. Hakuna Kinshasa, a.k.a. Hunter Thirst Helmsley, a.k.a. Cash rules everything around me, Ambrose. Cream Ambrose, a.k.a. I got your ho-ho loony, a.k.a. I bet your bitch's ass is fatter than Tony Niece's, I'm trying to find out. <laughs> and I'm here with Chet.
1: Yo, this your boy Chet, a.k.a. Bushido Brown, a.k.a. Dr. Gloctopus, a.k.a. Memnon, a.k.a. Yabba-dabba-dab on him, son, a.k.a. Flex Luther, a.k.a. the spirit of Malcolm Xmas.
2: Yo, we and got body, here with Mike. Two, two special the
0: guests. <laughs> <laughs> Mike from Virtual Pros Podcast.
2: Yo, what's up? I'm Al, aka Henny Omega, aka Two Phone Scorpio, aka Flocka Michinoku, aka Bujinagata, Nagata, aka Young Gucci Kickpads, Pads, aka Three Gold Belts, like I'm Baba Baba Ranks. And with me, my co-host, my main oose, Mike.
3: Hey, motherfuckers! It's Mike, aka Wavy Boy Smith, aka Crack Sabre Junior, aka Boozer Brody, aka Matt McGriddle, aka Quarter Juice Robinson.
0: Oh Hell shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening, y'all. The the real nerd hours fucking virtual pros podcast cross branding <laughs> event of the year of the century of all time. We're cool. here. Podcast. So if you guys aren't familiar with virtual pros, they run a comedy graps podcast, aka a comedy wrestling podcast. And Al and Mike are two wrestling enthusiasts enthusiasts excuse me uh seasoned eaters and merch gods <laughs> what's going on you guys how are you guys doing today
2: uh man it's a pretty good intro i'm good man how are you guys doing thanks for having us on as always yeah i'm good i'm good yeah
0: we're doing pretty well or i'm doing pretty well don't mean to speak for you chet i mean fuck it chet's doing good as well Damn. am
1: i ever doing bad like let's be real
0: that's a good question i'm not sure are you
1: there, there are very brief moments but they're fleeting at best at worst I guess
0: damn Chet way to make me feel bad about my life young positivity <laughs> right here you can follow Real Nerd Hours on twitter at X Real Nerd Hours. you can follow me on twitter at thatdenzo you can follow Chet on twitter at BushidoBrownSD you can follow them on twitter and instagram at vrtlpros
2: Hit us on SoundCloud, hit the heart, you know I like it. Hit us on iTunes, leave a review. Mike might send you a sticker, but that's been going on for about six months now. I've never uh, done it. And uh I'm if just you gonna say, out, yeah, no Mike's a so flat out liar. He's a fucking liar, so
3: This has been going on since Kissing Contest, so basically eight years I've been telling people I'm gonna mail them stickers, and I've never done it. So <laughs> Awesome. There you go. Yeah. Damn.
0: That's some shit. The one of the my favorite things about your podcast in particular is that you understand that wrestling is fucking fake. And it's <laughs> you're not trying to convince people like yo like you're not reading uh I believe they're called dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. that's got like uh, like basically the news like what's actually going to happen in matches and treating it like it's fucking like like the, for real the waiver wire and shit <laughs> like uh, oh god damn this person is going to be moved to Smackdown or whatever property or this person's being let loose from WWE Nobody, you guys aren't doing that you guys aren't after the news will release yeah you'll talk about it but you're not out here gossiping about what is essentially a fake sport which yeah. is very fun to watch
3: <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah
1: we disrespect about your passion are you just gonna let him slander this <laughs>
3: oh no no i i agree we like set out to make sure that it wasn't like that because it's uh yeah it's really shitty i think a lot of those people just have like mental problems and it's just like uh it's a lot of people who can't separate reality from fiction so i think they get into it in that aspect and yeah I will say that's like the downside of our podcast is there's not enough people like us watching wrestling, so it doesn't appeal to most actual hardcore wrestling fans. It only really appeals to kind of casual people or people who are into like '90s Japanese wrestling.
0: Yeah, that's fair. It's it's tough to. especially with the way that the wwe runs their broadcasts especially on nights with pay-per-views where they're doing like pre-game shows and shit and treating it like it's an actual sport and i can understand where the confusion could come from for some people like of course they know it's like fake but like how fake is it it's like you gotta have it's like a degree to what degree is it fake you know what i mean i don't know it's weird people people kind of treat it strangely and i don't i don't appreciate it
3: oh no it's definitely like people yeah people get way they get way too butthart over wrestling and it's supposed to be a fun hobby it's not supposed to be anything else
0: yeah exactly exactly
3: (laughs)
1: pageantry manly manly pageantry
0: (laughs) yes yeah exactly and in some cases womanly pageantry which is another thing that i appreciate your about your podcast you guys aren't weird about fucking joshi (laughs) wrestling and i believe i don't know how it's pronounced but like gravure gravure
2: (laughs) i think it's gravure gravure i don't know ask the japanese yeah (laughs) right shit man i've I've always
1: said it's gravure i don't know
0: (laughs) Whenever I see gravier on the gravure or gravy train, let's call it gravy for now because that's what dudes are doing. They're making their own (laughs) fucking white white gravy to this fucking shit. It's. I can imagine some some fucking dude sitting on the internet, digging through the digital crates, as it were, trying to find the most rare gravy on the internet. Like, yo, like, there's this fucking wrestler from the mid '90s or some shit that apparently did this photo shoot in 1994 and finally uploaded the pictures, but it's on her private Facebook. So <laughs> we gotta find somebody who knows her so they can pull them off. Like, fuck.
2: Yeah, that's weird I- shit.
0: <laughs> Yeah, real weird shit.
2: Ugh, <laughs> I want to be, I, I be on my high horse right now, but I will admit to taking a photo of a Megumi Kudo t-shirt a couple weeks ago for Instagram, and she was like a mid '90s Japanese Joshi wrestler. So I can't shit too hard on people that like dig up for like Graver photos from like the '90s. But I mean, I don't know. It's something that I like. I'll dip my toes into, but like I won't make the full dive. I guess you could say. Yeah, that's fair. You're not That's full fair. trash. Yeah, Yeah, not full trash. Half trash. Half there trash. <laughs> it was for the likes, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: do it for the gram, baby. You gotta get those likes. That's how you monetize teens, baby. Gotta That's monetize teens. Get
2: their parents to buy it. My game shit. is so good right now. All kanji. Oh, uh, man. I'm nice at it.
0: Oh, Ooh. shit. I'm about to go onto your Instagram and start stealing. Oh, stealing you can't copy and paste that yo, shit, though, so
2: you gotta. You oh, gotta... Yeah? Uh, Nah, you gotta fucking do it your own way. Just saying.
0: Instagram is fucking trash. I don't understand why you can't <laughs> send messages from the desktop. That's a yeah. really, Instagram's really
1: desktop fun. usability is really weird to me. Like,
2: Wait, why would you want to do that in the first place? Like, you don't want to get on your phone for that? Like, What's the advantage? No, like,
1: sometimes I'll just be, like, browsing Facebook or Twitter on my computer, and there will be an Instagram link, and now I'm taken ah. to the Instagram website, and I'm like... Oh, okay, well, I can't really do anything with this until I just pull out my phone, (laughs) find the same
2: fucking photo. Like, it's stupid. Denzel's just hot that he can't DM that chick, like, immediately after she posts a photo <laughs> on Instagram or some shit.
0: <laughs> believe You fucking better believe that I'd be, cra- I'd be crawling out of the sewers with the other fucking gravier man children. If men children. Men children? Yeah, yeah. Man children. I, either or. I'd be crawling out of the sewers trying to find her sexy pictures. It would be. Yeah. I'd be about it 100%. I've been there. One thing that also drew me to your podcast was the Super Shame Cup, <laughs> which is, as I, as, as I understand it, wholly based on the weirdos who like wrestling. Yes. And I fucking love it, man. Can you guys go into a little bit of depth of what what the Super Shame Cup bracket is looking like this year?
3: Uh, yeah, this year we have eight returning people from last year. Um, people like uh, last year's winner used clothes buyers, who are that's big. A you pe- <laughs> people out there don't watch wrestling, uh, we do cover a lot of the more deeper, seedier aspects of wrestling, like uh, people who buy like used ring gear, either men's or women's wrestlers. Uh, it's been a long time argument, like what is worse to buy a man's, a uh, uh, male wrestler's used garments or a female wrestler's. How do you guys feel about that? I'm
1: <laughs> going to say buying female garments is a little bit worse because, I mean, I'm not really a wrestling fan. I'm sort of on the fringe of it because I have other friends who are into it. Mm -hmm. But from my understanding, generally speaking, the male wrestlers are more popular. Mm -hmm. So if you're buying ring gear for, you know, you loved Hulk Hogan, so you bought some of his pants or one of his ripped shirts or whatever, you're doing that as a fan. But if you're buying stuff from i don't know china (laughs) you're doing that less as a fan and more as a pervert
3: that's a good philosophy i like that
0: yeah that sounds about right to me i mean (laughs) i could imagine some dude fucking slapping on oscar's fucking ring shorts and like dancing around his room singing goodbye horses like buffalo (laughs) bill
3: uh, yeah, and we have like um, attendance truthers is back this year. Uh, that's another thing that's big in the really nerdy circles of wrestling are people who are, argue with people like Dave Meltzer, the the journalist of wrestling. Um, they argue uh, how many people are at certain wrestling events. And uh, that's real weird because who cares? Who cares how, how is, many people are at a wrestling how event? How the <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it's just a weird jittery nerd thing that people are into wrestling do so um yeah pete uh, autograph uh like airport stalkers people that uh actually stalk wrestlers at airports like they find out their flight information and wait for them to land at like four in the God morning damn. and then bother them for autographs and photos uh aldi do you remember any offhand
2: uh you want to talk about returning entrance or uh like you yeah, go for whatever uh, okay here. Uh, there are some new uh, entrants into the Super Shamers uh, Best of the Super Shamers tournament. Uh, we have uh, Voyeur Pick enthusiasts, and Oof. so I got put onto this because uh, I'm on IG heavy, and there are accounts that are just dedicated to Alexa Bliss's ass. Like mm-hmm. they'll just like make the crop <laughs> it's just like her ass, and like this dude has like thousands of followers, and like here's me in my apartment, like trying to like painstakingly take like these nice merch photos. But then this guy just gets on WWE.com and crops some photos of Alexa Bliss's butt. And he gets like 900 likes. And I'm like, man, I'm not doing this right. <laughs> so, that's a new entrant. Uh, we also got uh, two Sweet Me Bro solicitors. You guys ever been to indie shows before? Or like any recent no. WWE shows?
0: Yes, yes, I have. Never. So you've
2: probably seen this phenomenon where people, uh, they do the NWO Wolfpack sign to total strangers. And they'll just say... Yo, too sweet me bro for no it's reason happened. it's happened to me it's happened to me it's happened to mike <laughs> because you wore like a nice FMW t-shirt and uh yeah. i think mike not to get all like you know wrestling lingo enthusiast about it which is also another entrant uh, i think mike no sold it so uh, credit I to mike for not it. Giving, yeah. Yeah. yeah credit <laughs> to him for not too sweeting that other dude but uh yeah 16 entrants and uh i'm really excited to record it it's gonna happen next week
3: i think you had oh, some yeah. ideas denzel i think you, you had some ideas Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of wrestling events that I attended, I went to NXT San Diego with a few friends. Uh, shout out to my man's Ash, and there were there were two things that really fucking got me. One was there was a dude in the crowd that was screaming chants. In so Oscar was in the ring with um, God, I can't remember who she was wrestling. But she had a match, I believe maybe it was Peyton Royce or somebody like that, sure I don't sounds right, yeah, yep. essentially, she was in the ring, and it was you know how matches go, like uh one person gets in some offense and the other person gets in some offense, and then uh during during the period where Oscar was on defense. This person was in the crowd yelling fucking shit in Japanese to her. And, like, you could tell he was screaming like he was a fucking character in an anime. It was really weird. He was like, Asuka! Gumbote! <laughs> and I was like, yo, fucking chill, my guy. Like, what are you doing out here? And the, the arena, I don't know how San Diego is for wrestling events, but it was kind of quiet. And the guy yo. was just like... Fucking screaming shit, and when Andres Siena almost com- came out, he was yelling shit in Spanish to him. So oh I guess God. I guess it would be people yelling shit to wrestlers in their native language, <laughs> <laughs> or, and then also people who try to start esoteric chants in the crowd. Yeah. It's not necessarily anything that a normal person would chant. It's maybe just one care, like one phrase too long.
2: Something yeah, yeah,
0: like. Asuka's yes. gonna kill you, but get some kale on your way out or something like that. Something <laughs> that's completely nonsensical that nobody would ever chant.
3: Yeah, I so saw you mentioned that, and I thought we did that last year, but we didn't. So I think we might use that one for uh, for one of the new. We only have three spots left, so I think we might put that one in there.
0: Hell yeah! I, I'll right be down. very I'll be very happy if I happen to make the super the best of the super shamers this year. <laughs> Another th- uh, one of the things that caught me from the last um, s- shame, s- shame series that you guys did was Replica Champs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of that at the NXT <laughs> event. So for those of you listening who aren't familiar, in WWE, what you can do is buy a replica of the championship belt for basically any one of the titles or I guess a title belt from any one of the titles that they have. So you've got the US title, uh, intercontinental championship, NXT championship, NXT women's championship, uh, any, any one of them you can go purchase. And there are people who will bring these to wrestling events and wear them on their shoulder. Like they're the fucking champ. Like they fucking went out and they were just like, yo, I earned this shit. B, I earned this shit. It's really fucking weird. And then of course you have those people. I don't, So I I dabbled in uh, wrestling lingo for a short period of time. And, of course, that that behavior was quickly corrected when (laughs) nobody wanted to hear that shit. Uh, So it's like mm, sometimes when they have the replica championship belt, they're acting like they're too smart for... Some of the gimmicks that are playing in uh, WWE—it's really weird. It's a really yeah. weird situation to be a party to.
2: Yeah, Mike, you have an experience at NXT Brooklyn with a, a replica belt holder, right? Where he was just calling people like, "Ah, oh, look at these marks."
3: Yeah, like, yeah. Looking was, down at people, right? When I was look- leaving Takeover, there was a big meatball with literally two replica belts on each shoulder. And he was like calling other people that were trying to leave the state, the arena marks. He's like, look at these fucking marks. And it's like, dude, you have $800 worth of toys on you. (laughs) This mark ass trick. This trick ass mark. This mark ass busted. And it's unfortunately not that type of mark, but but about the same. Much worse.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's fucking frightening. I do want to see
1: more people bring back jabroni, (laughs) unironically.
0: I I think I would just kill myself. <laughs> I think I think that would be the viable option. Just like oh, everybody's a jabroni now. Ha, 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 ha. We're having a good time talking about wrestling stuff from a wrestler who hasn't actually wrestled in what twenty years. Probably the most successful actor in Hollywood who would probably kill you if you said that to him in person. I don't know. <laughs> So, as as part of Virtual Pros, and I, I unfortunately caught up to the episode where you guys declared it would be the last episode, it's Virtual Bros.
2: Yeah, so, I felt like Mike and I thought there was a demand um, from our fans, or, like, I like to call them uh, the Vert Bags or the Virtual Pros universe. <laughs> uh, I kind of got the vibe that they wanted us to talk about other shit aside from wrestling, and so, Mike and I had the big, big idea to talk about our other passions, like eating, like rap, uh, like video games for two episodes, and uh, I think people just got confused on, like, <laughs> when these episodes were going to drop, and uh, also, I think we want to save these up for future uh, Patreon perks, so we put a halt to Virtual Bros uh, three episodes in, unfortunately, yeah. or fortunately.
1: Sounds like a real
3: nerd hours ripoff. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, we, were not, know. Know. Not aware. Yeah, we were not
3: aware of real nerds <laughs> when we came up with this idea.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> let me let me put that in terms of wrestling fans. As somebody might say it's gimmick infringement.
3: Yeah, could be.
0: <laughs> God damn! I heard that in the crowd as well at that NXT event. <laughs> I can't remember who it was in fr- in reference to. Oh, by the way, okay. Uh, sexy wrestler alert. I can't remember her name. I think it was Lacey something. She's got like a World War II flapper girl. Uh, oh yeah, story. she's
3: new. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, she is so sexy. She's so a nice sexy. butt. Yeah, she does. And uh, Mandy Rose looks looks like a nice Corinthian leather couch in person. She's, a, she's got very leathery tan skin. It's really fucking weird. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, uh, virtual. So one of the things, uh, as I as I had mentioned earlier in the episode, you guys are seasoned eaters, mm-hmm. very well seasoned eaters. I, ha- I have to ask top three dishes you demand people eat.
3: Ooh. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? I'll, I'll go first because I've been thinking about this since he sent us the notes. Um, I wouldn't... I'll do one... Um, okay. I already changed my mind because it's so hard for me. Um, I'll do... If you want a real New York experience, like not, no bullshit tourist bullshit experience, just go to any Dallas barbecue chain franchise in any part of New York. Um, You'll see real-ass New Yorkers eating real cheap, shitty food, and they serve 32-ounce liquor drinks like Henny Coladas. uh, Oh, shit. (laughs) Hell, yeah. Is this
0: this the mythical BBQs that the Bodega Boys reference?
3: It could be. I could be. I don't know. I think they might might reference Dallas barbecue. I mean, it's the spot, man. Um, Yeah, the food sucks, but like... You'll get fucking towed up for like twelve bucks off a giant frozen drink. Uh, you'll see the biggest chicken wings you'll ever see in your life, and know they aren't like from a real animal because it's impossible for chickens to grow that big. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll get like a half chicken meal for I think I think it's ten dollars, and it is like enough food for four people. And uh, you'll you'll see a lot of fucking thug ass dudes on dates and stuff, and it's just like it's a definite experience. So Dallas Barbecue's number one, not for the food, number two is uh, anytime people go to New York, they're like, Yeah, I want a real fucking Brooklyn pizza. And they say shit like that. Uh, I would recommend for real real pizza that I like the most, I would go to Pauly G's. Uh, they have a... Their their signature pizza pie is the fucking... I don't even remember. It's, uh, it's It has the devil in the name. But they put honey on it with some uh, spicy Italian meats. And it's real fucking good. So Pauly G's, if you are in New York and you want pizza and um finally when i first thought about this i was thinking of like summer foods like fried chicken and there's a place called a number seven restaurant that's kind of hoity-toity not like you know you don't have to wear a fucking tuxedo or anything to go there but you see it and you don't think fried chicken but uh on sundays they do a fried chicken dinner and it's like three pieces of fried chicken and like a couple sides and it's it's you look at the price and you're just like, nah, this is a little too much for fried chicken. Because I think it's like 25 bucks. But um, it is worth it. So if you are ever in New York, in Brooklyn, go to number seven restaurant on Sundays and get that fried chicken. Uh, uh,
2: f- for me, uh, I'll argue to the death that Vietnamese cuisine is like pound for pound the best cuisine like, of all time. Just because of price and because of variety. I so, would dare say the price puts it very high toward the top. I'm saying yeah, right like,
0: Bond me is real as fuck you
2: kidding uh, me?
0: A fucking 12 inch sub or whatever for four or five bucks i'm
2: Lemongrass saying grass beef exactly That's, exactly oh yeah. talk that shit i'm telling That's everyone bid is like top tier anyway so um i feel like it's kind of popping these days and people like think like having fuzz like a very adventurous like dish and it's not spoiler alert so if you go to any pho restaurant or any Vietnamese restaurant, ideally, ideally that like sells like lotto tickets and like laundry detergent, you want to <laughs> get the bumbo way. I think that's to me like the ultimate noodle dish. Like people like ramen, they like champion ramen, but ramen's like the carbonara of like Japanese food. Like I can't have ramen every day. It's too heavy. So I, I like to go with the bumbo way. It's very spicy. There's a blood cube in it. So if you want to have a real like adventurous story, there you go. Uh, secondly, I'm Filipino. And so if there's a Jollibee around you, you got to get a spicy chicken joy with a peach mango pie on the side. Uh, probably the goat like fast food meal you can get. Uh, lastly, uh, I've been to Japan a couple times and it's kind of like you got to do it for the flex. So if you can get Kobe beef, do it. Uh, it's oh, worth man. it. And uh, you can just talk shit on any other meat that you eat because it's not going to get any better than a cow that got massaged. So uh, those are my three that you should eat.
1: I right. kind of regret not getting Kobe beef when I was near Kobe.
2: That's hilarious because I had Kobe in Kobe for the first time, and uh, it was hey. it was worth it, man. It was it was crazy.
0: Damn dog! All right, I'm keeping those under my uh, under my hat. hat. I'm gonna fucking try those out. I want to try Jollibee. I've never had it. Yeah, there's uh, none down the here. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, well, the
2: uh, what's, what's the city? Is it is it National City? Is, is yeah. that what's called? Like, with a bunch of Filipino yeah. people there? They have to have one there.
0: That and Paradise Hills. You would think there would be one down there. Let me, uh, let me I'm going
2: to look this up right now. Like, well, yeah, if there's one around you, you have Ooh. to go. Jollibee's incredible. It's always busy. There's probably, like, four or five cute girls there at a time. Like, you got to go at least oh. once.
1: Yeah, actually, there, there's one in uh, in National City. Oh, Boom, shit,
2: go. man.
0: He Call knows I the city no better idea. than us. Let's no, I go. had no <laughs> idea. I,
2: mean, <laughs> I used to see a girl out there from Find-A-Pix days that lived over there in fucking National <laughs> <laughs> City. So, what up? Yo, Estelle, if you're listening, sorry, I had to leave. All right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, baby. It just wasn't going to work out.
2: Yo. goddamn. We live God in different damn. area codes. It was never going to happen.
0: Alright, next question, and this one wasn't on the dossier, but I have to know, what's the wackest food you can pay for in a restaurant?
2: Oh shit, Mike, go first. <laughs> oh
3: man, I have like a lot of hard feelings on this, so I, I I, have so many that pop up. Um, Like oatmeal, like any kind of shit like that is just like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot um fuck what else
1: there was there was one time my brother ordered yogurt at a restaurant and they gave him straight up tricks like tricks yogurt in a bowl
3: (laughs) yeah anything like that where it's just easily way too easily replicated is just like it's not a good idea um cookies is another one like if you go to i'm honestly i think a lot of desserts are fucking scams at restaurants honestly if they don't specialize in desserts you're probably getting scammed so uh, I, would, I would stick to going to, like, a dessert spot to get desserts. But, um, but, yeah, like, any kind of breakfast shit, like oatmeal or cereal or even puddings. Puddings is fucking stupid. I don't care how good a pudding is. It's still pudding. Um, yeah, just, like, shit like that.
2: Um, I think the one that would, like, yield the like, hardest judgment for me is if we go to a Japanese restaurant and uh, you get a California roll. Like I would probably just straight up walk out and leave. So uh, if you're eating with me, don't do that shit. I'll be wild upset about it. Dog,
0: I I will say as far as like things easily replicated goes, I would I would argue that getting a steak at any restaurant is fucking worthless.
3: Really, you think so? Yeah,
0: because I mean, look, a it only takes a minimal amount of practice to learn how to cook a good steak. And if you've got a sous vide dog, if you've got the sous vide on deck and you can see that shit on a grill bee, oh my god, you're you're living in heaven. So if you're paying a small amount for a steak at a restaurant, it's probably not good. And yeah. they always manage to fuck it up. If you say medium rare, they bring it out to you blue. And if you say well done, they bring it to you fucking charred, looking like fucking <laughs> pavement outside and shit. I went, to, I went to Ruth's Chris for the first time with my dad like a few months ago. And, of course, he paid because why the fuck would I pay for that? <laughs> I, I honestly, I ate that steak. And I'm not going to lie. It was good. But it was just like I, I could make this. This is the first dish that I've ever paid for that I can honestly say like, yo, like I could have made this at home.
3: Yeah, that might just be that might be your area. Like, I I have no access to a grill. I can't buy that quality meat at any place near my house. Like, it's that's it. Would it would be impossible for me to replicate a good steak? Oh, really? Yeah, there's yeah. no way. I would have to like take classes and like rent a grill or something.
0: <laughs> you can get a sous vide and a
3: Sears All. I don't know uh, what the fuck is, that is. I only eat it, man. Yo, I just my, eat it.
2: My my friend, <laughs> I think he has a sous vide with Wi-Fi connect abilities i guess and so this dude is just like (laughs) boiling meat like while he's at work and shit and he'll get home (laughs) and he'll have like a fucking filet on decky and like i will say that like he cooked it for me once uh alvin you met him mike um Uh, he 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 did this said like it was good man but i don't know you're paying for the experience if you're eating out at a steakhouse uh i just did that last week like they gave us truffle butter as an upgrade and so like i'm not gonna be doing that shit at home so i mean I always pay for convenience so I mean I see your point but like I don't know it's not something I do every day obviously but I don't know it's fun
0: yeah that's fair that's fair I will say that the experience was next level having fucking people come to the table every five minutes asking me if I want more water more of that bread they have on deck or more (laughs) liquor I was just like yo like most of the time I get ignored and I have to demand (laughs) you come over and give me more liquor but you know what this is cool this is a cool, Yo, cool little i've experience. been to ruth's
2: chris for once they they do the thing where they have that special like tool like to uh, take off the crumbs off your table and shit and they dust it off like every 10 minutes right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that was actually crazy when i saw yeah. them because it was uh we went there for my dad's birthday and yes he paid for himself and me on his birthday Damn. That Damn. Yeah. my dad, ruthless <laughs> uh, They brought over a little like funfetti and sprinkled it on the table that said like happy birthday and were like little sparklers or whatever. And the lady came by and she like brought the little tool. And my dad was just like, if you don't mind, you can just clean this up as well. And she came through on the table and just scraped all that shit off. And I was like yo like i could really use that for my sheets dog
4: <laughs>
0: sometimes i make the mistake of eating while i'm in bed and what if oh, i eat crackers or something and that that would be perfect for that
2: damn you live a wild life, life that's well you, you crazy
0: <laughs> here's a, here's a little tip for you guys at home don't eat crackers in bed it's a no. bad idea it's
2: <laughs> a horrible idea
0: you know, sometimes you just make bad decisions, and that was one of the ones that I had made. Oh my lord! Going on to virtual pros, the other side of virtual pros that isn't isn't just the podcast; it's the merch game. What got you dudes into the merch? Uh,
3: it was. <clears throat> it's more al Al is more of the selling the uh, like the used vintage goods. But uh, the actual merch that we sell, the T-shirts and stuff, was like the plan from the beginning. Basically, that was Al was the one who approached me about doing a podcast because I had already been doing another one, and I was like, I don't want to do that. That's not going to make any money. And uh, he was like, Oh, we should just make shirts and sell them from the from the uh, the podcast, and that worked. Unfor- un not unfortunately, but I would say it's more Instagram and Twitter that sells the T-shirts. But still, <laughs> like that was that was the uh, that was the game plan, and. um, and, yeah, as far as, like, the, the vintage stuff, it was, like, I remember, like, one of the early episodes of Virtual Pros, we were just kind of talking about, like, somebody else doing that, like, somebody else doing, like, the Hype Beast version of, like, vintage wrestling merchandise, and I guess it kind of morphed into us doing that.
0: I fucks with it, because I look at your merch, and it differs just enough from what's out that, like, I would consider just wearing it as a normal t-shirt if I still wore, like, graphic tees and shit. Because back in the day, I was wearing like 10 deep and I was wearing (laughs) fucking, uh, what was it? Are are something something fuck oh fucking
2: artful have, dodger like artful dodger yes you yes. big like lupe fiasco fan okay yeah I, got you. I was I, see
0: you. I was <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I was watching like local brands and shit it got to the point where I was wearing like legit just local streetwear like shit you could only buy in San Diego fucking five and a dime
2: I see you man I know what's up all about five and a dime
0: five and a dime baby yep yep that was my shit right there and like that's
2: funny yeah.
0: I've known those cats for a while because, like, I used to go to the, down to the store like once a week and cop one of those mustache shirts in a new colorway every fucking week. And <laughs> goddamn, I still have a few of those. I, I I like your designs. I like the I like the artwork. I love uh,
2: it actually. I, I appreciate it, and the fact that you said that you would wear our t-shirts like just as regular clothing to me is like the highest compliment. So I think when we started we just saw that wrestling merchandise for the most part was trash and so i mean i come from like kind of like you like i was always really into like like streetwear brands like bape and supreme and so i was like let's put this twist on it where like these designs don't look so bad and so our initial shirt like i thought we'd sell like maybe 10 tops and then we did pretty good and i was like okay there's a market for non-corny people in wrestling (laughs) And so, like, the numbers have gone, like, up and to the right, and, like, for you to say that and for us to see those results, like, uh, those are the types of things that keep us going when it comes to making merchandise. Uh, With regards to, like, selling, like, vintage Japanese merchandise, um, yeah, I also saw that no one was really doing it. Like, people were flipping, like, DX and Stone Cold Tees for, like, insane amounts, and I was like, well, I know how to get this shit from across the ocean, let me do this. And so like I think that's gotten a pretty big reception as well.
3: Uh and plus yeah. the yen
2: is like fucking low as hell right now, so the dollar's really <laughs> strong. And I was just like, yo, let's capitalize. But yeah, yeah, it's just like
3: every other people who are making wrestling shirts. It's like how many times are you gonna use that descendants logo or how many times are you gonna use that Ramones logo? Like people's creativity stops at just like, oh, we should just rip off this logo and make it our logo and that shit doesn't work for wrestling. Like you can't, you can't really do that for fucking wrestling. you gotta be a little more creative. And uh, yeah, we're definitely pretty glad that people like it. And you know, we have that like that hype beast streetwear mentality where it's like, we're only gonna sell these for a limited time. And uh, if you don't get it, you're fucked. And I mean, we still like every day we deal with at least like a handful of people hitting us up for like a past T-shirt. And, you know, pretty prominent people, not just like not just scumbags off the street. You know, people who are like in the industry and stuff that want the shirts. And we're just like, no, man, like we don't have any. So uh, I think that keeps the mystique going, too.
2: That's yo legit. the fact that there was like a resell uh, industry for a little bit for one of our tees, i was like yo. man, we fucking did it and so yeah yo, never, we like, made it something son. that's yeah. something
0: that i've always thought about like if my shit ever like if i were to make something that ever got that popping i would just hold on to a few of them and if there was a resale market for them i would just resell all or sell <laughs> all my shirts on ebay although it's unethical or whatever I would, just, I would do it it's like yo i could i'll buy my own t-shirts and just resell them it doesn't matter
2: yeah yo real talk i'm sitting on like 10 t-shirts right now that i hope to trade in for like a very brawlic cuban link chain sometime soon so <laughs> you know.
0: Not a rope chain.
2: it's gonna happen
0: you gotta bring it back you gotta bring back the rope <laughs>
2: doodoo chains god
0: damn yeah i I respect the game because uh, even even when I was uh, like I've, I'm I'm lightly into wrestling. I can't say that like I'm hardcore into it. Uh, my boy Ash, as I've mentioned multiple times on this episode, what up, Ash? I see you. <laughs> he got me into wrestling. Like I, in earnest, some of the f- one of the at least around the f- time that I started watching, one of the first things that I saw was like Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins at wrestlemania and fucking seth rollins goes for the curb stomp and randy shoots him up and hits him with the rko i was just like yo this shit is tight and then (laughs) ash was like he started doing the birdman hand rub and he was just like dog it gets so much better than this
3: did you not even did you not even watch it when you were a kid or anything
0: no i didn't uh i mean I, i would see it with like my grandpa my grandpa used to watch it a lot Mm -hmm. and he lived uh i mean across the country so if during the summers and winters when i would go visit him he used to live in staten island with my grandma and he would he would put it on and i would just watch it for a little bit with him i was never super interested in it though but seeing seeing some of the shit like even especially wwe merch man some of that stuff is fucking terrible like why would anybody (laughs) want to walk around with john cena's face on their chest (laughs) oh Oh, man
3: yeah Yeah, it's a a a real grown-ass
1: men doing that shit
3: that's what it's like a real slippery slope, slope slope with wrestling merch because you really don't want to walk around with like a lot of this shit but it takes like it takes a lot of creativity to make it where it's not just a billboard and uh that's like impossible with wwe we have a little more freedom to not have to do that
0: Yes, yes, by virtue of being independent merch makers. Yeah. So, how long have you two been been buying and selling stuff, merch specifically, not even necessarily related to virtual pros, but just doing it as a business?
3: Uh before this, I had like a little I'm a quote-unquote artist, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't like calling myself an artist. I think that's bullshit. But um <laughs> but I used to sell shirts that way and uh that kind of and i worked with like a, a streetwear company pretty closely and uh that kind of like put the knowledge in my head to expand it to this too because before that like we like I i was in bands you sell merch with bands but that's not like outside of learning the process of how to get shirts made it doesn't really teach you how to sell them but like definitely like working with more like artsy types of shirts is like kind of what put like pretty much blossomed into this so yeah i've been selling shirts for not counting band shit like seven years now i guess so it's, it's been a minute
2: are we Legit. talking exclusively like wrestling merchandise like how long i've been flipping it or just anything anything
0: anything down to your sneakers down to supreme all kinds of shit whatever, uh. you, whatever you're selling
2: Actually, so when I was tape trading, like, in the 90s, I would definitely make, like, little compilations and sell them to people for, like, 20 bucks a pop. And, like, as a 15-year-old, like, it was pretty decent money. And then wrestling became kind of, like, you know, it took the backseat to, like, girls. And so I didn't (laughs) do that for a while. And then, like, uh, early to mid-2000s, like, Nike SB Dunks were, like, the fucking thing to have. Like, they were, the value was just so crazy. And so I would be buying up, like, um sneakers like skateboard stores like sneaker inventories for sbs and flipping them that way um so that like was my little college hustle for a while and then supreme started to sell online and then i started flipping that and then i guess maybe a year or two ago this whole like hey there's some money to be made in wrestling merchandise that popped off the ig got like kind of crazy and uh I mean, for me, like, this is the funnest to, like, flip because, like, I care about this a lot more than, I than say, like, the latest Supreme release, right? Like, when I get, like, a Hayabusa t-shirt in the mail, I'm like, there's some history to this. Whereas, like, the Levi's Supreme jacket that just dropped, it's just, like, I just see a money sign. Whereas, and, like, I'm holding history with, like, the other wrestling shit that I acquire.
3: And I do, my hats off are to Al because, like i could also do this if i wanted but just looking at the dms that al gets i'm just like i'm just like uh it's the money's not worth it to me like i'm just just like i can't deal with that type of shit too much so so every once in a while but i can't do it that often i have an etsy store where i I could yeah i have an etsy store where i could just fucking ignore all of the questions i get and it's just like you don't want to fucking buy it fuck off but uh but seeing, like, all these DMs That's that fun. I'll get so yeah, all these DMs that I'll get so I'm just like, eh, I can probably do this somewhere else. I can't really
2: think of how many times I've had to describe, like, Japanese sizing to people. Uh, <laughs> just for the record, uh, you know, just buy up if you're uh, trying to buy a Japanese shirt. So if you're a medium, yeah. buy a Japanese large, etc. It's not that hard. Oh, no. no,
1: it's, it's two sizes, in my experience. Well, you're, you're I a, can't like a medium. So
2: I always buy a lot. Yeah.
1: I can't, I can't. I can't wear an x or i can't wear a large i i, well, I have broad shoulders i'm well, that okay. swole shit
2: oh shit look at this guy <laughs> fucking hgh shit over here okay, get at me <laughs> fucking wellness violation shit i i can't fit japanese shirts
1: <laughs> well, up, i could not buy clothing in japan like i would go and look they'll be like yeah we can fit you and then they'll bring out the tape and like run back in the closet and like nah man you're too big we can't do this
2: Oh, that's hell. Oh, i'd be up a shit creek if i went that's hella oh, funny because like when i go there and like buy pants and when i buy like button-ups that shit fits perfectly because i'm like five seven and so like those clothes are made for my body type yeah and so like, i always like just go ham whenever i'm in japan when it comes to buying clothes i wish uh
0: wh- so what are some of the worst experiences you've guys you guys have had running merch like or selling merch
3: uh I mean like as f- like I said, all the shit that Al deals with like I've dealt for my whole life since I've been in band, so like I just don't wanna fucking deal with it anymore so um, you know, it's just like if you post something and a hundred people are gonna a hundred people post that they're gonna buy it, that usually means ten. I think we have a little higher percentage than that, so we're doing good right now, but like um even people will hit you like if you say something like i have one of these left they'll hit you up and be like oh do you still have that left and have no intentions of paying you right now and it's just like shit like that is just fucking annoying and i hate dealing with it that's why i like our little strategy of just selling it for a couple of days and then never selling it again
2: it's hard to spend all this dough shit yeah i I can only have two meals a day you know what i mean aside from my light breakfast so i mean i can't eat that much so those are my (laughs) issues right now. shit shit's trash damn
0: dog that's fucking cold cold (laughs) like minnesota (laughs) out here i wish i was making money like that i'm gonna start (laughs) biting your stees and start selling shit i don't
2: even i don't i'm not a lot lot of other people do it go ahead i don't give a shit well you (laughs) get there you go
0: (laughs) oh damn
3: you got a so, Patreon, right. though. Patreon's fucking... That's just, yeah. like, money for nothing. You're just getting money.
0: It's a slow build, and to be fair, it's not money for nothing. <laughs> we put out content. We put out...
3: Yeah, there's, okay, there's
0: man. There's been a lot of content released this month. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from from merch and you guys talking your shit, who are the weirdest people... That you've ever met at like wrestling events. And to pre- I guess I should have prefaced this for the listeners at home. Whenever, whenever you listen to the Virtual Pros podcast, which comes out bi-weekly. It's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. They, If they ever say like, we'll be here. Like, we'll be at this event. Come hang out. They always end it with saying, don't be weird. <laughs> so presumably you guys have met weird people at some point.
3: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say met. Like, I guess I've I have met some, like a couple weird people. It's just more like the general vibe at independent wrestling shows are usually just people who have real bad social skills, and like that's nothing. I mean, that's every kind of nerd group. It's not. I'm just not singling them out. But it's like it's kind of as a person that does have social skills, it's kind of hard for me to deal with. So uh, that's what I mean by don't, or what we mean by don't be weird. Because a lot of people are just weird in general. Uh, I've only like ran into like one super annoying dude that like didn't get the hint um, that was like it was for a show that was over a weekend so it was two different shows and he just like started talking to us and like name dropping all of these weird wrestlers which is another thing that annoys me like to me if you go to like an independent wrestling show those guys just have a job like us they just have like a more public job like they're nothing to worship like it's just dudes who do their jobs. So, like, when you're, like, trying to, like, flex nuts by telling me you know this guy, it's just, like, who fucking cares, man? Like, I'm telling you, like, I know the dude who cooked, like, my hamburger. Like, who fucking cares? But that's, like, a lot of people, like, flex like that. And it's just, like, and this dude just had, like, he was, like, the stereotypical look. He looked disheveled. He had, like, Coke bottle glasses. Uh, he was wearing, like, those Nike dad sneakers. And, like, his, sho- <laughs> his shoes were untied for both days. Like, he never tied his shoes the whole entire weekend. <laughs> and he was just, like, that typical, like, you know stereotypical nerd that you run into at like any type of convention so um but outside of that i me personally like when we were in chicago a couple weekends ago uh, a couple people we were with wealth and my friend brian like they befriended this fucking sketchball weirdo like immediately and even they were sketched out, out by him but like i just stayed away from him i'm usually pretty good at ignoring people but so outside of the general vibe of people being like real twitchy weirdos uh i haven't really had to like one-on-one, face-to-face with many?
2: Uh, for me, I wish I met this dude, but uh, last <laughs> year, uh, going back to the Joshi wave, uh, I went to this uh, federation show called Stardom. And so Stardom, they focus primarily on women's wrestling. And so I had the big idea to go alone. This was at a Shinjuku Face, which is a pretty small, uh, it's not even an arena. It's just like pretty much like a floor, like in an office building where they have wrestling matches sometimes. And so uh, these uh, there's a tag team match going on. And uh, this dude to my left, he was just like nonstop, like sniffling. He was just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I watch anime. I know what's going on no, I think that dude had a mad nosebleed because he was just wildly horny watching these chicks wrestle <laughs> so I was like, man that, that, that's not even like an anime thing, that's like a real life thing for Japanese men I guess sometimes, it's just for them to get a nosebleed if they just like, get the urges, and so that might have been like my weirdest like fan interaction, is this dude just being like, he couldn't even control his bodily functions because he was just so horned up god <laughs> damn that's gross welcome to japan
0: shout out to that man leaving his house talk. Yep. god damn so
1: <laughs> hold up hold up not wrestling related yeah but you've been to japan yep. what was the craziest shit you saw a really drunk businessman doing
2: oh shit <laughs> I mean, I've seen countless, like, businessmen, like, fall asleep, like, on planner boxes. Like, that's no big deal anymore, right? Yeah, that's uh, easy. (laughs) That's fucking, that's light work. Um, But I was in my hotel lobby, and uh, and on every floor, they have, like, really nice vending machines. Like, you can get, like, really good snacks, and you could also get beer. And so, like, it was, like, 11 or 12, I think we were pre-gaming, this dude... Like 40, 50 year fifty-year-old man walks into the lobby, just straight up draws like nothing else on, and he's just nice. waiting behind me in line, waiting to cop an Asahi, and I was just like, can't show emotions here, man. That's not what they do. And so I just bought my beer <laughs> nope. and I bounced. But that dude, I think like I heard like hell yen coins drop, and I was like, this dude's getting in right now. <laughs>
1: Your man's isn't gonna out here buying one at a time. Let me get let me get six real quick
2: he had to break that 500 coin real quick he might as well double up that's that's yeah. the stop process is what i'm guessing
0: that's sick i need to go to japan <laughs> i need to fuck with japan extra for hard. real i i heard you can drink in the streets you can be At out any time. around Hell um. no no
1: uh no last call no open carry or no open container laws i think they'd have something to say about open carry
2: uh, real talk. But yeah, like, that sounds sick. There were, there were popping. many nights where I was just like squatted outside Fabi Mart, just like hitting a strong style, which is like a 9% drink. It tastes like Capra Sun and it gets you fucking wildly twisted. It was crazy. I have five in my room right now. Get <laughs> the fuck <laughs> out of ready. here. ready. Did you I'm like, serious. did you smuggle them uh, from Japan or you have a source out there? You have to plug for a strong style. No,
1: I, I brought them back. You can bring up to five liters. Yeah, oh, you can bring shit. up to five liters of liquor without claiming it
2: how did you protect the cans in your luggage you like just <laughs> secure wrap like,
1: shit up with clothes
2: that's hella funny
1: yeah and like we had one friend who had so much like she promised other people that she was going to bring some for them so yeah. she had to distribute it between other people's bags that weren't smuggling a bunch of booze so yeah she's like all right you take two cans you hold four i've got fuck it i don't know i've got 12 uh you know she must have brought back like at least 22 cans
2: yo if you're like declaring alcohol you got a wild issue
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey you gotta get the real japanese whiskey
2: yeah that shit's crazy
0: Do do they sell it at, like, uh, Ranch 99 or Mitsu or any spot like that?
1: No. Here's the fucked up thing about uh, Strong Zero is it's classified as being the same type of liquor as whiskey. Because it's uh, basically a highball. It's distilled liquor. So, it's taxed basically at a rate of, like, $2 a can. And these things cost, like, $2 a can. So, they would sell for at least like I don't know eight to ten dollars in the states so there's just basically no market for it because of the import laws so you really can't find it anywhere
0: that's fucked up yep. I'm not a fan of that fuck the government fuck taxation <laughs> taxation is theft
1: globalism Split, spit that truth dog spit
2: that
0: truth internet talking points Get at me. I'm red pilled. I know the future.
2: (laughs) I just realized that I called Strong Zero Strong Style like Shinsuke Nakamura's uh, wrestling
0: uh,
2: style, and I'm I'm wild ashamed about it. I'm so ashamed. (laughs) Strong Zero. I know what Strong Zero is, guys. I fucking had it.
0: (laughs) That was that shit that you brought back for me, right, chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. That shit is. That's next level. That's. That is peak. That's peak goodness right there. (laughs) That shit's delicious.
1: Isn't it? And it'll fuck you up, too. Which one was it that you
0: gave me that tasted like fucking grape high chew?
3: It was
1: grape chew (laughs) high.
0: Grape chew high. Chew high is that next.
2: That shit's
1: good. Chew high is like the generic term. Strong zero is one of the brands. I think it's Karen that makes it.
2: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: That's yeah. Shit's fucking good. Alright so look There's there's admittedly a little bit of shame in the game When I say that yeah I watch wrestling But I mean it's not As long as I have the matches to point to That are like Good that I can show people Like where people are getting like Fucked up and I can say Okay so this is why I watch wrestling And somebody like the chick that I show is like Oh this is fake It's like no no i mean the result is faked but the matches are real the hits are real cats are getting fucked up out here except for the canadian destroyer because that's not i mean that's not really a move.
3: i agree man i'm people are so against me about that but it's like a magic eye trick once you see how they do it you can't unsee it and it just looks fucking stupid
2: exactly look at these (laughs) proofs. exactly Canadian Destroyer is fucking tight dude Stop it
0: (laughs) I agreed with you up until Like I saw I don't know how I came across this It was the YouTube surfing hour I suppose but I saw a tutorial On how to do the Canadian Destroyer (laughs) And I was just like Wait what do you mean this guy Has to like basically do the Flip with the guy on his back That's more impressive than the actual Tactic
3: yeah yeah exactly it's as soon as you see it it's just like it's like a magic eye you can't you can't not see it anymore it's impossible
0: yeah it's fucking ridiculous but anyway i with 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 the fact that i'm watching wrestling what what matches would you recommend people to start work to start with when they feel like you know what there's a little bit too much shame in the game i can't i can't be out here watching wrestling but if i see some cool shit i can I can vibe with it. I'll fuck with
3: it. Uh, I personally think, like, it's a case-by-case basis, depending on who you're showing it to or who wants to watch it. And I I think, like, my gateway is usually just, like, kind of funnier, wackier stuff. And uh, right now, I think, like, the best if – if somebody wanted to get into wrestling, I think the best way is probably Lucha Underground because it covers everything. It's ridiculous. It has cool moves. It has people in masks. It has weird storylines. Like, it has everything – a common person would like about wrestling i think like not a common person but you know a person who's never watched it before um you know, i think the normies I, yeah the normies but i think al might disagree with me on that but so i don't have specific matches uh, usually like anything with flips uh, i always go to the uh, eddie guerrero versus ray mysterio custody for ray mysterio's son ladder match because that has everything it has drama it has stunts it has uh, a boy's life on the line. And you can't, you can't get much more dramatic than a little boy's life on the line. So uh, that, that's always a go-to for me.
2: Uh, oh, I don't know if Ash puts you on to uh, New Japan that hard, but I'll maintain that, like, well, A, I think we're in, like, the best period of wrestling, like, I mean, I've ever seen. Like, the quality of matches has been, like, phenomenal for the past couple of years. And so for the past two years, there's a guy named Kazuchiko Okada, and uh, I'll maintain that he's been the best wrestler for the past two years. And so, I guess his most notable matches so far have been, uh, you might have heard about it, it was him versus Kenny Omega earlier this year at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. They wrestled for 46 minutes. I think that match is incredible. He also wrestled uh, this man named Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, Shibata's pretty much dead now after that match, so if you want to see some real shit... Uh, you, if you want to feel like a ghoul, I recommend watching Real ghoul Gab.
3: hours right there. Real ghoul hours. Real <laughs> ghoul hours for real. Like that As soon as dude, you see like, that
2: dude...
3: Oh, good? As soon as you see him headbutt somebody, just know that his life was over at that moment. Like, for real. That's the end of his life. So, if you watch it, just keep that in mind.
2: Yeah, he like wrote a blog and he was like, it hurts to hear. And I was like, that's what you get. That's what you get for like really headbutting somebody. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... It's a crazy match to go out on, but fuck, you can't do anything anymore. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it was a fucking incredible match. So, anything to me uh, involving Kazuchiko Okada, Nakamura's awesome. I feel like he transcends wrestling. Like, he's just a guy you can't take your eyes off of. Uh, those two dudes, both those guys, uh, to me, <laughs> must watch.
0: That's legit. I, for a second, I thought you were going to go the normie route and say that AJ Styles or John Cena would like <laughs> a match involving one of those two dudes would be a good starter. Although AJ Styles versus Nakamura was some fucking shit,
2: man. I yeah, mean, to be sure. fair, AJ Styles is probably the second best wrestler in the world. I think a lot yeah. of people would agree.
0: Damn dog. what What's good with Kenny Omega? Where do you, where do you rank him?
2: So, here's how i feel about kenny omega kenny omega was wild trash until like last summer and so like people are on his like on that dude's dick because i don't know bullet club is a thing that like kind of annoys me and i feel like really annoying people gravitate towards that that group and so they've kind of latched on to kenny omega and kind of championed him as the best wrestler but that dude hasn't even had a full year yet so i i discount him in that way um i think aj's world's above kenny omega but that's just me
0: yeah when i so being that i'm still a wrestling novice even watching kenny omega participate in matches like him versus shane mcmahon i was just like yo like is it just me or is aj styles doing the heavy lifting here
2: oh fuck yeah absolutely and that match was actually like that's that's just credit to aj styles like shane mcmahon is not a full-time wrestler and he took him to a pretty like he took him to the best match on Mania, honestly.
0: Yeah, it, it's I mean, credit to
2: him, kudos to him. He did a great job.
0: It was fantastic. He's man, AJ Styles is a shit. But, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't I don't watch a shitload of New Japan because part of the fun that I have with wrestling is watching it with my friends, and yeah. they they will stay up till till fucking five in the morning watching wrestling. Because mm-hmm. of course the time difference, but I, on the other hand, uh, cannot. So <laughs> I, I'll watch standout matches that they give me, but I can't yeah. watch the
2: entire cards. No, I feel you. Like it, it's definitely like a a Saturday at six a.m. type of deal if you want to like avoid spoilers and like you know av- you know if you want to get on social media and not have everything ruined, you got to watch it live. And so it's it's a kind of big commitment for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh have you what is the best match you guys have seen live?
3: Huh, I think I mean we just saw a match a couple of weeks ago that's definitely up there. Uh it was Michael Elgin versus Zach Saber Jr. Uh it was definitely like in my top five of all time, that's for sure. Uh it was just like an amazing match. There was no build to it or anything. It wasn't like we knew Ahead of time, it was going to be good. So that was good. I saw the WrestleMania 10 Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels ladder match live, and that was like mind blowing when I was a little kid. Um, and I saw the Sendai girls versus Team JWP in, uh, in Philadelphia and in fucking Bumfuck, Pennsylvania for Chikara. And that was like, that was the first time I've seen, uh, like actual Japanese women's wrestling in real life before. And, uh, I, you know I'd seen it on it's it's mind-blowing on recording but like seeing it live and just seeing like the intricacies of it I was like holy shit this is fucking insane so I don't know if that would hold up like on, on recording but those are definitely like the three of my most favorite right now I think
2: uh for me I can really only think of two off the top of my head um I saw Shawn Michaels retire at Wrestlemania 26 and that match to me is pretty unbelievable and uh, I was there for Nakamura's debut in NXT against Sami Zayn. And uh, the crowd was incredible. And the match, also, I think a lot of fans would agree, was uh, was a classic. And so I think those two were probably the highest in my list. I will say that that Zack Sabre Jr., Michael Elgin match that Mike talked about, it's creeping up there as like one of the best matches I've ever seen live as well. It was, it was great.
0: That's fucking sick. I haven't been to too many wrestling events. I do... One of my favorite things though is going to NXT events because yeah. the crowd is fucking live, dog.
2: Yeah, 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 hell yeah.
0: I went to an ROH event in Las Vegas like 2 years ago and the crowd was dead. It was really strange. It was r- kind of an odd experience. Did they do it because at because that, that
3: my, Did they do it at that Sam's Town place?
0: Yes, Sam's Town.
3: How far how is that place? Sam's Town. Really? Like I've like I've heard it's like the brokest casino in Las Vegas. Is that true?
0: Yeah, but I mean, like you gotta you gotta find something good about it. And the good thing about that is that they sell beer in pitchers for insanely cheap. (laughs) How
1: how cheap is insanely cheap here?
0: So I believe, uh, and I could be misquoting the price, but you can get a pitcher of beer for like seven bucks. That's
4: pretty good. Well, well.
0: Not at the actual wrestling event, but at the bars in the casino, and they have a bunch of taxidermied animals that are just staring at you while you walk <laughs> through their like main foyer, 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 foyer. Fo-y, fo-y? I don't know how to foyer. pronounce it, but
1: the foyer, foyer, foyer.
0: <laughs> they, it's. I like it. I like the hotel a lot, but it's yeah, it's busted. It, but it's like fun. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's like the only reason I would ever want to go to like ROH in Las Vegas or Las Vegas in general, because I'm just like so curious about the Samstown Casino, because it looked even like on TV, that fucking the place, the room they hold it in looks like the worst fucking place to be ever.
0: (laughs) It's it's all right. It's I mean, it's real plain. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw Brian Cage there when I was there that's cool and he uh he is a lot shorter in person than i thought he would be yeah he's a, he's a <laughs> short dude damn never saw that coming all right so let's see worst matches you've ever seen live
3: hmm. <laughs> um i can't think of any like i don't know i can't think of anything too like insultingly bad that i've seen live i now i kind of wish i did But I don't think, outside of, oh, I think I I told this on Virtual Pros before, Um, I saw like some bullshit like uh, County Fair wrestling or something to that level, and uh, Tony Atlas, who was an older wrestler from, I think, even before my time, was on it, because he made like a resurgence in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, because he was on an MTV True Life, because he developed a crack habit. Uh, but it was like this big redemption story about him getting his life back. And he started wrestling again. So he wrestled at this county fair near me. And uh, he's he was never that good to begin with. And he's like old. So um, there's a point where he picks up a referee to give him a pile driver. And you could tell he's holding the referee too far down. And that he's just going to compress the referee's neck. And he sure enough does that. And he compresses the referee's <laughs> neck. So, um, I mean, that wasn't like worst you know, all together, but that's probably the worst moment of wrestling I've ever seen live, at least. Damn.
2: Yo, Chet, how bored are you right now, dude? I feel so bad that you know, like, you spend an hour. <laughs> so, pissed cause we, like, Chet's so pissed because we we'll clowned about him about for his shitty mic. <laughs> yeah, And now he's just like sitting like, on here. To talk, Chet. My bad, dude.
3: We're going to talk about anime. Like, I'm just waiting to talk about anime. I'm fucking drooling to talk about it. So then, Chet can <laughs> fucking take it. <over. laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. Cut yeah, yeah, I don't. I haven't, I haven't seen any like, actively bad wrestling, so I'm gonna pass on this question. Chet, let's talk about anime, Doug. <laughs> I, I
1: see. I can talk about like the pageantry and like the showboating and things like that that yeah, yeah, are yeah. in in anime or in anime, in wrestling.
2: <laughs> in full I panic, an- FOMOfu. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Yo, I was just talking about. I was just telling someone about Fumofu yesterday.
2: Let's go. <laughs> yeah
1: and but yeah, I know like um you know being deep in the FGC you get to see some of that same kind of like behind the scenes drama and like you know yeah. how that plays out, but that's actually real and it's you know sometimes it just kind of ends up being nothing so
2: real talk I had some i I had some Evo dreams back when Street Fighter released uh I played Ken. And uh yeah. I play I played Float Shark Ken to a fucking T, so like if I couldn't Hell get yeah. my car if I couldn't get my car throw off, it was a wrap. But uh <laughs> I could beat people from time to time in like those little boba like tournaments. It was alright. But uh yeah. I think after uh, ultra hit, that was it for me. Like I was never gonna make it to Evo.
1: Yeah, I never I never really fucked with Street Fighter Four. I'm playing Street Fighter Five kind of because I have to.
2: Yeah but you have to someone has a gun to your head
1: it's duty fighter five if you're if you're part of the fgc like you kind of have to <laughs> at least a little bit because they like as as so okay the games i have available to me are marvel 3 which is kind of on the way out because everyone's gearing up for infinite and it's six years old uh there's street fighter 5 which everyone's playing There's Guilty Gear, which I would be playing more, except I don't have a PS4. There's KOF, which I would love to play, but I don't have a PS4. There's there's Injustice 2, which just came out, which does look kind of cool, but I don't really fuck with NetherRealm studio games. Like, all the Mortal Kombat Injustice 1. Like, I don't know. There's something about the way they're paced that just does not appeal to me. So... Oh, and then there's Blaze Blue, (laughs) which I'm good at Blaze Blue. Yeah. But I kind of hate the community. So I never want to go to tournaments.
2: Is it akin to the Smash community? Like, what's wrong with it?
1: Okay, so specifically, I had a bad experience with the anime community in San Diego. Oh, shit. Here we go. Because this was right after Blaze Blue Central Fiction came out. And so it was like Kokonoi just got dropped. And, you know, it was a bunch of new characters. And I hadn't really played since Continuum Shift 2. So there was like two or three versions in between them. And they do a lot of changes to the characters in between versions. And I played Jin. And they kind of reworked some things with him. So I was like, okay, well, let me just work on some combos and stuff. And, you know, let me just get this figured out. And I ended up playing against one of the top players from san diego in casuals so i'm just trying to figure this game out you know like yeah they know i know how to play the game but this is literally my first time sitting down with this version and he picks Kokonoe, and Kokonoe is beyond busted like she can do half your health from a mid-screen low with like minimal meter that's unheard of and he's like no no she's fair i'm like dude that's that's absurd also this is my first time playing this game can you like take it easy a little bit just so i can like be a decent opponent for you yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like well i'm not gonna take it easy on you you're a tournament player you should know how to deal with this i'm like all right that's fine but we're in casuals you might like chilling a bit meanwhile his friend is behind me just talking mad shit just like why can't you block that i'm like i don't know man i've never played this fucking game this character's brand new i don't know why can't i block this and like just doing all this shit and as soon as i was done i'm like you and you are the reasons why i'm never coming back here you guys fucked your own community fuck you and i left (laughs) so that's why i don't play Blue anymore
2: damn fgc is wild i never got too into it like i i have some homies that like we're like reading frame data and i was like that's too much doug i'm gonna talk to girls
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah man you got to make sacrifices in in video games there you can't really be out here getting girls and playing video games at the same time whereas with like traditional sports basketball baseball even soccer soccer dudes get bitches uh, yeah, I mean, dude, they're a
2: fucking them, wild. Fit. Yeah. All you do is run all day and kick shit. Like, of course, you can have like eight pack abs after a while. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, let's crazy. get to Mike's anime questions, if you guys don't mind. I yeah. actually am very yeah. interested. Yeah, same. Oh. What's up?
3: Okay, so uh, I like that you guys talk about anime on your podcast because I would otherwise just throw my iPhone out of the fucking window instead of listening to people talk about anime. But you talk about other stuff, so I'm forced to listen to anime talk. And so, uh, Aha. so. <laughs>
0: that's how we get
3: <laughs> you <laughs> so i had some questions um first off i'm not a complete stranger to anime i used to be into it when i was like a, very young and i'm fucking super old so like i used to be into it when there was like eight <clears throat> animes when there was just like fist of the north star and like akira and like vampire hunter d and uh so like everybody who was into it had seen all the same ones because there was only eight so you're like oh yeah i saw that one like we all did um But you guys talk about animes in such frequency where it sounds like all you do with your lives is fucking watch anime. Because you mentioned like 800 (laughs) different ones and they all seem to be shows with multiple episodes. And I just want to know, like, uh, now in America these days, like, what is the access to anime? And, like, how much anime is being produced that's getting sent to America that you can easily watch? Like, are you just downloading everything? Are there streaming services? How does this fucking work?
1: Uh Oh, well... (laughs) <laughs> Actually streaming services have gotten much better in the u.s like you can go on crunchyroll.com we're gonna give them a plug real quick <laughs> go on crunchyroll.com to bleep that until
3: we get paid for it i know right until they hit, hit us <laughs> up i've heard of, of the that hot yeah i've heard of that one but yeah
1: but yeah it's like 10 bucks a month i mean you can go there for free and see a lot of stuff or you can pay to catch new stuff like as it's airing in japan ah. it's officially subtitled mm-hmm. huh. it's fully licensed like you're actually supporting the artists and everything like so yeah it's really easy to to watch current anime at any time so they got an app
3: that's, that's basically how you guys do it then is just this one service and you get everything from it
1: that's mostly what i use there's also netflix has a bunch of series mm-hmm um, and if there's anything that's like really obscure or just no one has it, yeah, I'll just torrent it. You know, whatever.
3: Um, that's actually kind of leads into my other question, which is I do have Hulu and Netflix, just like most people. And there's a lot of uh, anime on Hulu, and as as a as an anime novice, I was wondering if the anime selection on Hulu is much like the everything selection on Hulu, where it's just the brokest shit that no one wants to watch. Is that just like the brokest <laughs> anime? <laughs>
1: i honestly have no idea i'm gonna look this up right now
0: you know honestly as somebody who had a hulu subscription for a long time i can tell you that yes a lot of it's that broke ass shit that nobody wants to watch <laughs> a lot of the time they'll have they'll have some series that are on and popping but a lot like a lot of it's just trash And the anime i say this often but anime sucks just like as a whole it sucks why why anybody watches it is beyond me. Why do you and watch including it? Exactly. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you why. I've been watching it since I was a youth and I can't not watch it. It's there's what's crazy about it is there's actually aside from some of the shows being obviously animated, it's a lot of a lot of the stuff is just really good. Things that you won't get out of American shows like they especially if the dubs are good. I only watch dubs. <laughs> dubs, being, dubs being like re-recorded yeah, yeah. with American voices for those of you at home who aren't super <laughs> familiar with it. I only watch those because like I like to do other things as anime is playing. But it the the important part is that with these shows you get the wacky Japanese shit as well as just like the english voices so it's just off the wall fun shows to watch which american shows don't have that even with something like adventure time or regular show or uh the amazing world of gumball or whatever the fuck else like cartoons are out you don't get the same feel from the shows they're a i don't want to say a lot more fun but they're fun in a different way from american cartoons
3: Okay, then uh, my final question is... Oh, hold up real quick. Okay. I'm going to give the update. Uh,
1: so I looked at Hulu's actual list of streaming anime. Actually, I'm going to post this up so you can put this in the show notes. But I looked at Hulu's list of anime, and there's actually a pretty decent selection. A lot of it's older, as may be not a surprise yeah a lot of the more recent stuff is like the really big animes like um they're they're up to date with naruto one piece you know the stuff that you can get kind of anywhere but uh yeah there's some decent stuff on here so if you've already got it you know there's some stuff that's worth checking out
0: okay let me i should preface that statement by saying chet likes things that aren't necessarily action anime so your mileage may vary depending on what it is okay. is on here
1: well i'm also looking at uh just kind of like names that i recognize like i see they have all of Fist of the north star on here which yeah. is the classic action anime yeah
3: I've watched some of that on there because I am into Fist of the North Star. Um, yeah. But yeah, my my last question was I did recently get into an anime, and I just wanted you guys to tell me how much of a simple bitch I am for getting into it. But I was watching something on Sci Fi Channel and Sword Art Online came on afterwards, and I was like, <laughs> I was just like. Yo this is the darkest shit I've ever seen, and I watched the, like the whole I watched the whole first season on Hulu, and that was the thing like the first 15 episodes are fucking amazing, and then it just turns into everything I fucking hate about anime, but like does that probably makes me a simple bitch for liking that one, doesn't it Yeah you stopped <laughs> as long as you've stopped, you're good yeah you'll catch a lot of flack for uh, for liking that one but like you got to admit those first fifteen episodes are fucking amazing I didn't actually even watch that much of it, you so you're like an anime scene stir you're just like fucking beyond that shit i
1: I just straight up don't watch a lot of series okay i mostly only watch things that are directly suggested to me by people whose taste i trust okay that's that's a pretty small list
0: (laughs) and i'll i'll basically watch whatever i'll i'll put it on if i if if the first like three episodes aren't clicking, I'm not gonna stick with it. And Sardar online wasn't it wasn't for me. Huh. So I just said, "Fuck it." And oh, wow. I mean, if you want to see a dark series, you can watch something like uh, I don't know the entire name of it, but it's Kaiji is the short name, and it's about a gambling addict. God damn, that's one of the it's rare good. times that I watch the sub. I was just like, yo, this shit is fire, B. Yeah, I
3: just looked it up. Okay, I'll, I'll note this. I'll I'll check out this kaiji. I'll tell you about it.
2: Yeah, I like yeah, the topic. Yeah, yeah. Gambling addict, I'm in. The last anime I saw was Azumanga Dayo. How much of a basic bitch <laughs> am I for watching that?
1: <laughs> that's uh, that's a little obscure, so I'll give you
2: credit for that. Ah, oh, shit. Salute to <laughs> I've you, I've never short. heard of it. it, and I watch
0: I watched enough anime to admit that I watch anime.
2: <laughs> I used to that's even read something. like mangas like uh, Grand Teacher Onizuka like I really fucked oh, with I was actually yeah. buying like, physical copies uh, that's a good manga I thought so too but that was like a, a decade ago I got out of the game yeah. like a while back oh I actually had one question for you Chet so you said you, got? Uh, you check out Japanese shit on Netflix uh, do you watch Terrace House? no I don't really watch
1: any Japanese like TV <laughs>
2: Uh, you need to watch it. It's the most amazing reality TV show like that's ever been produced. Oh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> you'll. I, you know, you two, Denzel. I promise you, you'll watch one, and then it'll turn into fifteen. Colin. All right,
0: I'll put it on. She, yeah. reality TV is a problem for me because I will put it on, and then something will happen, and then I'll just keep watching, mm. and it's it'll absorb too much of my time. Like I watched this uh, Showtime show by accident. It was a complete accident. Jigglows,
3: uh, Jigglows. Called-
0: the- <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> I, I, I put You've it never on. Heard Denzel,
2: come on, man.
0: I was just like, "Yo, what is this?" And like all of a sudden, it's just like, "Oh, this is." oh shit they're actually having sex yeah. on this show it's like softcore porn and i was just like yo i need to turn yeah. this off that <laughs> show took over
3: my life for a couple of months for sure yeah i understand i understand where you're coming from <laughs> it
0: was. I, i'm so ashamed to admit it it's so, it's, whatever that was a great reality great show.
3: show that was a great reality show
0: oh was it one of the best
3: would you say I, it's up there and one of my favorites of all time for sure it's so ridiculous. No, and that had a wrestling crossover because in the later season, Buff Bagwell joined <laughs> them and he became a gigolo.
0: Oh, oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. That's some... Neg- that's, all right. right. I'm Fuck. I'm telling
2: all, right, <laughs> I'll tell I'll all you guys, even you, Mike, watch Terrace House. Mike, yeah. Have you ever seen two Japanese people fight about washing dishes? It's incredible. <laughs> it's peak human <laughs> drama. I've, uh, so you need to start off with boys and girls. The one afterwards is Aloha State, I think it's called. But... To me, oh, definitely so worth watching. Yeah, world.
3: everybody's recommended me Terrace House. I just I really need to like take a weekend and finally
2: watch it. And plus, there are babes on there too. So if that's any <laughs> motivation, check it out.
0: I'm I'm a, I feel like a terrible person for saying this, but like the more attractive the people are on the show, the more likely I will be to watch it. No, <laughs> it's fucking
2: it's, it. it's Japanese honest, chickens. Fair. It's just Japanese and supreme, dude. Like to me, undeniable. You gotta you gotta tune in. It's incredible. <laughs> what is not to love? I'm saying
0: shit. We're gonna get into quick fire questions. I've got six questions here. You got to answer them at least moderately quickly. Uh, This goes for you as well, Chet. You can answer these. All right. Uh, I didn't tell Chet we were gonna do this, so here it comes. Jersey club music.
3: I don't know what
0: the (laughs) (laughs) Chet's got. Taste in things. How about you, Mike?
3: No, I don't care for it.
2: Al, I like it. It's a good bounce. I'm into it.
0: How? See, I fuck with you, Al. <laughs> Jersey clumpy <No>. is <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I love it. Hot dog as a sandwich.
3: Well, come on, man. No way. Come on, that's ridiculous. Al, nah, no. You already know my stance. that
1: as a sandwich, it just turned sideways open your eyes Come stay on. woke niggas
0: yeah, you, <laughs> you guys gave us the wrong answer and I'm ashamed to say that we're just gonna have to delete this episode <laughs> sorry God, God, you God, God damn. thank you for coming on so alcohol of choice Al
2: oh Henny they call me Henny Omega for a reason and by they just me I call myself Henny Omega <laughs>
3: Chet Rum that's my jam Mike uh, vodka soda or Four loco or the highest alcohol content beer that is in, at the bar.
0: Oh, shit.
3: Mike's <laughs> realist right. for that answer. That's, yeah. that's yeah. next word,
0: Anthony. <laughs> god damn.
3: The, you had me at
0: Four loco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, next one is a stack
2: rank. Uh, Indian
0: Thai or Japanese curry? Ow.
2: Oh, shit. Uh, Japanese Indian Thai. Yeah, Japanese, Indian, Thai.
1: Chat. Okay, these are all really close together. I really like all three. Just throwing that out there, but I'm gonna do Thai, Japanese, Indian.
3: Uh, I I have to like I like them all, but I'd have to go Indian. Good Thai, Japanese. As long as it's good Thai. Shitty Thai is gross, though. That's, that's oh the yeah, bad is Nah, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, no.
0: Bad curry is just it's probably one of the worst foods that you can eat
3: yeah any
1: bad curry
0: have you
3: ever had like bland curry oh
0: no shit
3: yeah dude when i first moved here and it was like super hood in my place like there's a a thai place which i think they just like poured the shit like right out of the can and didn't cook it and just like gave it to you in a bowl and it was fucking the worst man it was so gross that sounds horrible yeah all
0: right uh favorite album Ow
2: oh Ooh. shit uh Raekwon, <laughs> only built for Cuban links
0: oh shit Chet
3: right, we're gonna go with food and liquor
0: Whew, Mike
3: I'm gonna go with Quasimodo the unseen
0: holy shit Goddamn! damn <laughs> all good answers all good answers uh let's see okay okay I know Chet's stance on this and this is a real thinker you can take your time on this but beating <laughs> off at work <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it yes or no what, what are you going yes, with me? no. Do, you
1: do it don't you do it what how don't... do you feel about other people who do do it
2: okay uh, i'm al the answer is no how do i feel about <laughs> people that do it live your life man just close that that stall lock it i just don't want to see it
3: <laughs> um I'm definitely against it, but I'm not gonna say it hasn't happened to me before. So I don't know.
4: <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what the
3: fuck? Yeah, a girl <laughs> is sending you nudes and shit. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Like, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <"It's what I'm laughs> <doing."> get the <laughs> fuck out <laughs> of <laughs> here! Get, get out of here! Out you
0: fucking out. kidding kid! <laughs> <girl for laughs> what are you supposed to do? <laughs> you Work about? like this? <laughs> Wait until you get home like a civilized human. What
3: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it, man, it happens, man. Like, nature calls. Like, you can't. I'm still against it's it, but I'm just
2: saying. It, me, <laughs> Mike. You can jerk off, dog. What are you talking about? I don't know.
3: Man. You can't
0: focus at work. This is so fucked up, man. <laughs> I, I was coming out here expecting you both to be like, oh, ew, no, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> But
1: what the you fuck? Ask questions that you're not ready to hear the answers, dude. Work is oh.
3: boring though. Like I don't know. It's
0: not like I do it like.
3: like <laughs> oh,
0: excuse me. Work is boring. Let me pull my dick out and start beating it here. <laughs> Holy shit, man!
2: Oh my god, those news must have been on fucking point. I man, mean, if it's not like. like in-
3: it's not in like a one of those ba- those public bathrooms. I'm not talking about that. That's weird. But you know, yeah, it's just a like a weird, private guess. bathroom.
2: Oh, so single stall like you, know, you have me. to lock the door behind you. It's okay yeah, to beat yeah. off yeah, in, but yeah, exactly. if there's a urinal uh, stall, uh, and people setup, are farting in there, that's weird.
0: <laughs> and Man. and they can hear you doing the whole <laughs> like <laughs> You guys are fucked, man.
4: I'm definitely deleting no. this I episode. Said no I,
0: don't do
3: shit. I said no, the but human. it's happened before. It's happened. It's like things happen. Oh my
0: god. This is awful. What an <laughs> awful turn of events.
3: Hey man, I don't like fucking eating out in the streets, but it happens sometimes. Like sometimes you just gotta eat a street like you gotta eat a cheeseburger and sit on the curb. Like it happens. I don't there wanna do up. it. But it happens. Yo,
0: so it's, it's not, not the up. same thing. It exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Oh, sometimes I gotta walk down the alley, pull my dick out, and beat off. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm hearing. What a
2: the sickest
0: can- group of people
2: ever. You just gotta guess, eat those crackers how, in you bed. You just gotta eat those crackers in bed sometimes, dog. I guess. I, do. I don't
3: know. I, I don't even let food come in the vicinity of my bed. So. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs>
0: That's that's completely different than the beating off at work. <laughs> in your is, in it, your mind, is it, it really? Is,
3: in your mind it is, but not in my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I've had instances okay. like I've had instances where I've had to eat food in bed, usually like a girl suggests it. So I've also had instances where I've had to masturbate at work. So like it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, levels to this shit. shit. <laughs> Stay <low. laughs>
0: Oh shit. Oh my god. What am I hearing right now? <laughs> Fucking air. All right. Well, anyway, that's enough. Of that jacking off that work talk. You we can't even do bust. shame cup
2: anymore, Mike. After that revelation, dude. Who are we to judge after that shit? Super shamers is canceled,
0: right? Are you fucking? Kidding? How are you gonna tell fucking Mr. Replica Champ out here that he can't carry the belt when you're holding your belt in your fucking that
3: work? I'm sure Mr. Replica Champion masturbates at work every day. I've done it like twice ever, like two times, two times. People have done like, outside of murder, people have done bad things at least twice in their lives. Come on. <laughs> this,
0: is, this is oh my god, Al, you're a good guy. All right, so um, what? Mike, what with we're me. We're the scumbags down here. Or, I know. What you're gonna do? We're gonna drop Chet and Mike, and we're gonna start our our own our own podcast called Virtual Hours.
2: Yo, Chet, you beat off at work too, Doug.
1: Uh, yeah yeah i've gotten them fire nudes man what can i say
2: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yo yeah jesus christ you two <laughs> all
1: right here's here's one that i'm gonna leave you with the cliffhanger work is not the weirdest place I've jerked off. We're not going to specify where. God,
0: if you say you beat off in a church, it's... <laughs> oh, no,
1: no, 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 no. Okay.
0: <laughs> because there's, there aren't that many weird places that people can beat off. I once saw a video on um, on Twitter of a woman having sex in a courthouse just in, in an area where all the chairs are. She's just I, fucking some dude. I... I'm not on that level. Okay, so it's not... I mean, (laughs) I feel like the workplace has to be, like, top three of the worst. Oh, for sure. I agree. Oh, my God. Did you beat off in a funeral
1: parlor? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about beating off just straight up during a funeral? People are (laughs) there, this dead open casket ready to shoot it right, right. i mean I like if you're,
0: if you're sitting in the crowd that'd be super fucked up and you'd probably be in prison but yeah, like yeah. if you went to the bathroom and beat off during a funeral that would be fucking weird yeah, that'd be <laughs> weird as fuck <laughs> are you are yeah. you admitting to beating off at a funeral chat
1: <laughs> no it was it there was still no witnesses nor was it uh I I would definitely would not be on a sex offender list <laughs> for having done so.
0: Okay, I will admit, I will admit that I once almost fucked in, like I had mentioned last week, in a Bookstar bathroom. <laughs> That's What's about Bookstar? it. It's like oh, a bookstore. Book, Got it. Book, no, it's, it was a bookstore it's... chain, but it was called Bookstar.
3: So um, it always sounded um, like people pronouncing it wrong. That's that's a real I'm dumb. I'm going game. to the bookstore. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> I'm walking on down to the bookstore. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jeez. All right. Well, anyway, I'm we've good. 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 <laughs> Not good. Don't mean, beat off at the work. The sexual
1: revolution of 2017 don't fucking, happened. Don't
0: you dare jack off at work. Yo None chat. You. you should you,
2: you should be
1: in fucking at work.
2: What's the weirdest shit you saw like what's the weirdest shit you saw like sex wise when you're in japan? uh, I saw a dude peeing on an escalator,
1: like we're going up an escalator, <laughs> dude's like, right behind me <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like it wasn't even that late, and this was in the Shibuya train station,
3: oh, so' there's a busy bathrooms one everywhere, yeah,
1: yeah, and like I just hear water running. I think someone's literally just like pouring out a water bottle. So I turn around and I see a man it's just look—it's totally straight face. Just got his dick in his hand, just
2: letting it fly. Damn! <laughs> <like, "You're> <laughs> I didn't see anyone piss. I will say I'll keep it. I'll keep it short. I learned that like slow motion pornography is like a really big market in Japan. And so, like, I was in one of those stores in Akihabara where, like, one floor was, like, replica guns. The next floor was, like, phone cards. The next one was the porno floor. And there's this video of this chick getting slapped in the face. But they were, (laughs) like, they are like, filming it with, like, Matrix cameras. So, like, you can see, like, the slap, like, rotate. And, like, you can see your cheeks ripple. It was fucking crazy.
1: Damn.
0: That, I would watch. Maybe just (laughs) one loop. But I would I would watch it. I wouldn't jack off to it or jack off of the door. <laughs> right? Okay, so maybe maybe I'm the one with the problem here. Maybe maybe I should just be jacking off everywhere that I can. Huh? How about that? You Dude. haven't lived until you jack tried it, off man. in a grocery store.
1: Just, we're gonna crowdsource some nudes for for Denzel just send them at all hours <laughs> do of the day.
0: Me. Don't do that to me. Don't <laughs> don't send me fire nudes especially especially if it's of yourself. Don't send me strangers nudes. That's even weirder. Don't go on 4chan surfing whatever board it is where they Other have people, real girls
1: putting random nudes. nudes, like real girls or like Reddit gone wild do nothing to for me. Like if you're sending me a nude and I don't know you, it's like, okay, cool, I yeah. guess. But if it's like, oh, I know this person. It's like, oh, yo, what's good?
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of feel the same. Like if there's a girl I know that's like sent that fires off like a dope ass nude, like via Snapchat, and I'm like, oh my god, that's happened to me once or twice, and. They stopped talking to me directly afterwards because I <laughs> I assume they sent it to the wrong person. Oh, <laughs> oh,
4: That's heartbreaking.
0: Yep. That's how you lose friends, accidentally receive nudes, look at them, and then compliment them on their nudes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking open eyes emoji and shit. They're just like I got to friend Denzel now. <laughs> Yo, let me pick this
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. Alright. Well, we've reached the end of the show. I want to thank you both, Al and Mike, for coming on the Virtual Pros. My name is Denzel. You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at at ThatDenzel. You can follow Chet at BushidoBrownSD. You can follow Al and Mike at
2: VRTLPros instagram twitter find us on soundcloud virtual pros hit the heart you know i like it leave us a review on itunes mike won't send you a sticker
3: no not at all <laughs>
2: Definitely
3: not. you should give uh-huh, us reviews
2: because you like us not
3: because you want free shit it's a trick tell I, you tell can tell do em. both <laughs> yes could do both
0: yeah come see find me in real life who's willing to do both
3: yes come see me in the streets <laughs> i'll give you all the fucking stickers you want come see me see you in the streets
0: yeah
2: oh
3: shit Uh, don't
2: shake his hand though he he
0: probably (laughs) doesn't know where it's work beaten off didn't wash his fucking hands
3: probably it's possible
0: (laughs) (laughs) you guys are sick you guys are sick alright thanks everybody for listening Uh, we'll see you next Thursday